Well, as we just mentioned, some strict new regulations are set for this spring when it comes to Airbnb renters in Toronto. Let's uh, welcome in Thorben Wieditz from Fairbnb, who joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thorben, good afternoon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for having us. Well, thank you so much for joining us as always. Uh, let's start with some of these uh, new regulations, including uh, the fact that uh, those who rent through Airbnb, uh, Thorben, they'll now have to register with the city. That is right. Yeah, if you are an Airbnb host and you you are registering your home or part of your home, you will have to um, uh, get a permit with the city, and you have about three months to do so. Um, and if you fail to comply, the city uh, may be able to um, shut your operation down, essentially. All right. And what is the reasoning behind having a permit moving forward? Um, the reasoning behind it is that uh, the city has restricted or, let's say, has legalized short-term rentals in the city um, based on um, the permissive rule of renting your own principal residence. And there are plenty of people in the city of Toronto that are buying up, leasing up, or otherwise acquiring um, secondary properties for the sole purpose of running ghost hotels. And the city wants to eliminate these ghost hotels. They want to legalize it so that you and I can rent out our own home when we are away on vacation or when we are gone on the weekend. But they want to make sure that we don't um, sacrifice scarce housing stock um, for the sole purpose of running uh, illegal ghost hotels. Yeah, that is the other part of these uh, regulations. You will only be allowed to rent out your quote-unquote principal residence. And is this in a response to uh, right. those that own uh, hotel uh, chains, uh, those that own hotels, that they've been uh, fairly upset about uh, what Airbnb has done to their business, Thorben? I think there are multiple things that are happening here at the same time. I think on the one hand, it's uh, the recognition that um, at any given point in time right now, there are about uh, five to 6,000 entire homes that have been permanently turned into ghost hotels. So the recognition that it actually impacts the supply of housing in the city of Toronto and thus drives up housing costs um, in a city that has become unaffordable to most people. And then, then secondly, um, of course, um, people that run Hotels in the city have recognized that Airbnb is out to eat their lunch because they facilitate the illegal um, running of hotel operations across the city in the midst of our residential neighborhoods. And then thirdly, there are plenty of people that have been upset about party homes and party houses um, that, um, you know, keep people up at night, um, you know, lead to all kinds of um, illegal activities and violent incidences, as we have unfortunately come to know across Toronto over the last couple of years. So I think all these things taken together, um, the city has been responding to a bunch of different stakeholders at the same time, trying to mitigate the negative impacts, but still legalizing um, the short rental activity across the city if it's your own principal residence. And for that purpose, people are being asked to register with the city to show and prove that, you know, the, the, the property that they actually rec uh, 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 use for short-term rentals is indeed their principal residence. How does your organization fare, B&B? How do you uh, view, how do you feel uh, these changes? Are they a step in the right direction? Oh, 100%. I mean, we have always been uh, very supportive of the city's uh, rules and regulations, and we have been very involved from the very beginning in all the um, planning steps along the way and consultations, and we are fully supportive. Uh, we supported the city at the um, uh, local planning appeal tribunal, dealing with some of the appeals that um, the province had to hear 
um, and um, you know we think this is the right step in the this is a step in the right direction for sure, and it will definitely um, provide a lot of ease to um, folks in Toronto that are looking for a permanent place to live. Um, and at the same time, it will still allow short-term rentals to operate across the city, and it still allows people that come here for the weekend to find a place on Airbnb. Do you know if the uh, city, do they expect any sort of legal challenge when it comes to this, whether it be from Airbnb itself or from individual renters? I mean, could there be some sort of legal challenge, do you think, mounted that, uh, hey, whether or not this is my principal Mm -hmm. residence, this is my property, I own it, and I should be able to do with it as I see fit? Yeah, that's what I just uh, alluded to, that uh, the city's regulations were already passed uh, in December 2017. So we already dealt with all the legal um, implications and appeals. Um, in in uh, the summer of this year, of, sorry, in the summer of 2019, the local planning appeal tribunal um, heard a number of appeals and um, they released a decision just a few weeks back saying that, you know, the province agrees with the city's approach. Um, now, that said, we know that at least one party has um, um, put in a, uh, a request um, for a leave to appeal to the divisional court. This is something that is in the works right now, um, but that may actually take a couple of weeks or months. And in the meantime, the city's position is to uh, move full steam ahead with the implementation um, and um, to require people to, to register in the meantime, because the outcome of this uh, you know, ask um, is still unknown. And um, there's a good chance that that leave to appeal will actually not be granted um, and then we, you know, we'll be able to um, fairly quickly enforce the city's regulations um, in 2020. Should uh, renters, those that participate in Airbnb, Thorben, should they be concerned that the city will, in in effect, have kind of a master list of those that are participating in Airbnb and renting out their primary residence, and all of a sudden there might be a new tax, if not this year, in the next uh, year or two, uh, for those that are renting out their properties through Airbnb? Um, the tax is already, you know, we're, we're already talking about a, um, a tax um, for those that are participating in this in this market, um, and that's what the city has already um, put forward. It's a uh, municipal accommodation tax, similar to what hotels have to pay, uh, and also I think it is one dollar each night that uh, property is rented. This one dollar goes to the city um, and pays for um, you know implementation, enforcement, and so on. Um, so that's already all been dealt with. And um, you know one of the big problems with Airbnb is that um, Airbnb holds a uh, enormous list of people and properties that are being rented out on a short-term basis. But Airbnb is not uh, ever never volunteers to share who rents, how much, um, and where with uh, any municipality um, where they operate in. And that's a huge problem when it comes down to um, actually shutting down party houses, shutting down illegal operations. And in Toronto's case, Airbnb will be um, forced to um, share operating data with the city on a regular basis, and the city will also get the operating data from people that participate in this uh, in this business endeavor. Um, so it will be, you know, I think all around it will be a much uh, safer 
um, experience for consumers that participate in this market. Yeah, I also wanted to ask you, uh, part of these uh, new regulations starting this spring is there'll be new limits on just how long guests can stay in these uh, rental spaces. And uh, wondering whether or not that's fair to those who uh, rent through Airbnb, because if they're trying to bring Airbnb in line with hotels, uh, Thorben, I mean, there's really no restriction if I wanted to go uh, to uh, pick a hotel chain and uh, rent, uh, I don't know, a month or two months, uh, I'm not restricted there, so should Airbnb renters be restricted? Um, I don't think they are. I mean, the only restriction that um, that I know of is that um, you cannot rent out your entire home for more than 180 days a year. So, you know, if, if there's an Airbnb guest that comes to Toronto and wants to rent a place for two months or three months, um, they, in effect, can do exactly that. Um, the city put in the 180-night limit in, in, in place to avoid people renting out entire homes on a yearly basis and ensuring that this home then, in effect, is removed from the housing market. I think that's a very, very um, reasonable approach. Um, but on the other hand, Airbnb hosts can also rent out up to three rooms in their principal residence year-round. So there is, in effect, no restriction. And, um, you know, come the other thing that, that is happening is that the city's rules actually really, really helps ordinary Airbnb hosts that need to make some extra money on the side because it, if it in effect, eliminates all these illegal ghost hotel operators that um, abuse Toronto's housing stock and uh, introduce hotel operations into, you know, uh, otherwise quite quite residential zones. Um, and these, you know, illegal ghost hotel operations are um, literally taking the business away from ordinary hosts that occasionally rent out their place. And I think with those rules in effect, it actually will strengthen the ability of, you know, ordinary residents in the city to make ends meet and to make some additional cash uh, throughout the year. So and so just finally, I was going to ask you, you don't think that these new regulations, these new rules, uh, how is it going to affect uh, the Airbnb market in the city of uh, Toronto, uh, not only this year, but uh, going forward in the years to come? Is, is it something that's still going to thrive, do you think? Well, we really hope um, that um, it will eliminate up to, you know, five, 6,000 entire home listings in the city of Toronto. Um, if Airbnb complies and plays by the rules, it will have to remove thousands of ghost hotels, which will be uh, a relief to anyone that lives in the downtown core in a condo building that is plagued by, you know, the um, coming and goings of, of tourists and parties every night and every weekend. Um, but at the same time, it will still um, allow the tourism industry to thrive in the city of Toronto and allow people to make some extra money because, in effect, uh, you know, it is allowed to rent out your principal residence and up to three rooms in your principal residence. So I think it's like a, a win-win situation for Torontonians, for the municipal government, and even corporations like Airbnb will still be allowed to operate in the city of Toronto. Um, so I think it's a very fair and balanced ruling. Um, and, you know, we have to see at the end of the year how things play out and how enforceable everything is for sure. All right, Thorben Wieditz with Fair B&B. Thorben, really appreciate the time and the perspective as always. And again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. All right. Appreciate the time.